Hello, and welcome back to Small Talk. This episode is a fun one as we chat with a field hockey pair from WPI. I'm your host, Katie Mucci. Each week on the show, we highlight the past and present of Division Three, with both current and former student athletes joining to talk about their experiences, their favorite on-campus thoughts, the craziest road trip stories, and more. This week, we're chatting with Maggie McCarthy, a current junior on the team, and Selena Dopart, a former student athlete at WPI, who has taken her aerospace engineering degree to a job with SpaceX. The two talk about the best dining hall cookies, how they balanced rigorous academics with field hockey, their favorite moments on the team, and more. Thanks for joining this week. Now it's time for some small talk. Selena Dopert. I am a former field hockey player from WPI. I graduated in 2012 and I am now working at SpaceX uh, on the Crew Starship program. Awesome. I'm Maggie. I'm a current field hockey player here at WPI. I'm a biochemistry major and I'm excited to be here. Awesome. I didn't mention I was an aerospace major, so I'm Yep. I mean, the space stuff did lend itself. I was like, well, I would guess so, but you never know. Those majors sound much more intense than my college, where I got a communications major, so I'm impressed. Um, so first in this interview, we're going to start out on campus. Um, so Maggie, I'm going to have you start out and talk about where maybe you and your teammates are hanging out on campus. What are some of your favorite local spots? And then Selena, if you want to follow up and and see if anything's the same or what was different for you. Okay. I'm excited to see how things have changed. (laughs) Well, you weren't here when the new rec was built, right? That's the the vibe I got. Um, The new rec center has a student athlete study space. So that's super cool. Um, But a lot of us hang out at the Starbucks. That's kind of the MO, like everyone's there. is that in the rec center? No, the Starbucks is actually on the other side of campus where Founders Hall is. Okay. Was there Starbucks there when you were here? Or? I I don't think so. And if there was, okay. I, my memory is really bad. And this experience has reminded me how bad my memory is. I'm like, what, oh where did I hang out on campus? <laughs> yeah, so uh, the Starbucks is like on the other side of campus like absolutely as far as it can be from the rec center and the fields but there was like Dunkin Donuts there when I was there yes I'm a Dunkin Donuts person personally but I think most of the team is Starbucks so I'll like get my dunks and bring it there if I'm gonna study (laughs) but I'm more of a a rec center studier yeah because like all the student athletes like softball players basketball players football players they're all kind of down there and it's like Mm. a very niche little crew Yeah. Where did you study? Um, I I mainly studied either in my room because I, especially in college, I've gotten better at this, but like distractions are awful for me. So I need like perfect silence. I need to be in control of my surroundings. I got to the point where I could study in the library in groups um, and they they had those like little study rooms that you could like book a two person room or something and do uh, studying in there. So I would study in the library sometimes. Um, but yeah, when I when this question came up about like where did you hang out on campus, I the main memory I have is just Deca and Deca cookies. 
Um, do you guys, is Deka still the dining hall in Daniels? Yeah, it's okay. gone through many name changes, but for the most part, everyone calls it Deka. And Deca, there's yeah. the cookie warmer still. They still yeah. have the little thing. It's so good. It's basically down. cookie dough in cookie form. <laughs> yeah, um, no, the sugar cookies. Yeah, always. but we, we would usually finish practice in the evening either right as Daco was closing or right before Daco was closing. So we'd like run over there and we'd all have like <laughs> team dinners together. Um, and yeah, the Froyo, uh, not Froyo, soft serve. The soft serve machine was like a staple. Yes. Yeah, that's a go-to. We tend to make little ice cream sandwiches with the cookies. So, you know, put them together. Um, but we usually only eat at Daco during like preseason together. And then... Okay. We'll do like one or two like oh hey like want to swipe me into Deco because it's like a very underclassman heavy yeah thing. oh yeah for sure <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> it, pro- it probably was mainly a freshman year that I'm thinking about because I lived in Daniel so it was just downstairs oh, okay um, yeah but then yeah the the following years we most if not all of us lived off campus um and so when we did either come back late from a game or have a late practice we'd be like hey swipe us in exactly yeah That's awesome. so do you do you live off campus now what year are you I'm a junior um I do live off campus I actually I transferred here so I never lived oh, on cool. campus freshman year I just hopped right into the off-campus apartment hunt mm-hmm. and um yeah so is I field hockey how you did you know you were going to play field hockey when you got to WPI yeah I played I played field hockey my first year. I went to Roger Williams. It was an experience, um, but I'm from Worcester and I ended up changing my major to be biochemistry. And I was like, well, WPI seems to be the the place to be. So I knew the coaching staff, the new coaching staff. And um, I was like, hey guys, like if I transferred, what do you think? They're like, come on over, Max. And I was like, all right. So here I am. Yeah, I I decided um, I was a walk-on for field hockey, and I think Katie mentioned this at the beginning, but I initially came to WPI wanting to play two sports, so I was playing softball in the spring, wanted to play field hockey in the fall, because in high school, I started field hockey as a brand new student at a high school, had never played field hockey before, but I was like, oh, it'll be a great way to meet people um, my freshman fall, Um, and and so, yeah, I I joined the the field hockey girls my freshman year. We played all four years together, and they are still some of my closest friends. So. Oh, that's awesome! I love yeah. that. Yeah, we have a couple two sport athletes on our team now. Um, just like well, one of them does track. So as soon as field hockey ends, she just does track for the rest of the year. So yeah. she's never not in a sport. And then one of our captains used to be both softball and field hockey but then she was like all right I gotta just do one because the academics here are just crazy yeah and I I just vibe better with the field hockey coaching staff and the team and two sports was a lot and and so after freshman year um I just decided to focus on field hockey and it was it was probably the right decision wow that's crazy that you came in to do softball, but then ended up sticking with field hockey. I know. Yeah. It is funny when I think of like my, what my identity was as a high school student, I was like, oh, softball is my main sport. And now I'm like, oh yeah, I played field hockey in college. <laughs> I love that. 
I was definitely a field hockey was my main sport and I just wanted to keep playing because I mean you only get so long to play before like adult leagues aren't a big thing or anything so I was like I'm gonna take advantage of my next four years and play in college yeah I I have seen that a lot I after I first when I first graduated a couple of the field hockey girls and I who were still in the area found a league in the Cambridge Boston area I think I played Mm -hmm. one or two games um and it was a bunch of really good people I'm like I don't know if I (laughs) have this in me anymore um and then one actually one of the girls and I lived together I moved to Texas um after I graduated and she was also there so we roomed together for a year or two and she found a league and went to like one practice and decided it it wasn't for us um so yeah I all of my soccer friends who I was good friends with a bunch of the soccer players a lot of them are in soccer leagues that's a very like a lot of adults do soccer leagues yeah Um, and field hockey is just not as big of a like social sport I guess which is a bummer I still have my sticks I'm looking for an excuse to bring them out (laughs) you'll have to come back for alumni day I know Rusty is tempting me Katie we've gone way off topic I think what was no I love this this is so fun to listen to um this is the point of the podcast but um I love hearing all that and I'm glad you got to reminisce a bit about your on campus experience but now let's go off campus so um I'll let you start this one, Selena, but talk about how you all were traveling. I know D3, you're pretty regional, so there might not have been a ton of flights, but how were you traveling? Was it a bus, some vans? Um, How many people were you rooming with? Are they squeezing you into rooms? Things like that. What was your travel experience like? Yeah, so we mainly took buses to games um, and and tournaments um, around New England. We didn't go much farther than that, at least for the season games. Um, so usually it was like charter buses and we would load up after class. Half of us would be doing our homework. Half of us would be like singing karaoke. Um, our coach did this thing where she would, for away games, she would like write us little letters with candy puns. Um, like you'll starburst onto the field and like, there'd be a starburst right there. So like we just, which in hindsight, like loading up on candy before a game, maybe a little <laughs> spurt of energy, but that was always just a fun, like little tradition on the way to away games. Um, I I can't remember ever staying in a hotel anywhere. I think most of our games were local, maybe maybe once or twice for, for tournaments that were um, like two days in a row or a full weekend, we would stay somewhere, but I honestly can't remember. The biggest trip that we did as a team our senior year um, and our my year started the same time as our coaches first like a year as the official head coach. So we were her first four year team. So when we got to our fourth season, our final season, um, we all took a preseason trip to Barbados and she like set up tournaments there with like local teams and we just hung out on the beach and stuff. So that that's like the big trip that we did. Um, and and we like all of us saved up for a long time to be able to go do this. So that was that was super fun. But yeah, that's that's the main trip I remember. I don't remember staying in hotels anywhere else. Do you guys still primarily play like local New England? Yeah. 
we're mostly local. We did just take like a three and a half hour bus ride up to UNE up in Maine, which was, yeah, a couple it was a long bus rides. Um, but uh, my major super homework heavy. So mm. fortunately I got a ton of work done on the yeah. bus. This is great. And it was one of those hot days too. So the bus driver was blasting the AC and it was cold on the bus. People yeah. were wearing blankets. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, you're you're on the West Coast. We've been, the, West Coast, yeah. the weather has been typical New England weather. Like it was so hot all last week and now it's just been thunderstorming all week. I know. Like, I've I've really turned into a California girl. I've only, I've been here for three years. Um, I, so after I graduated, I was in Boston for a couple of years, went abroad for a little bit, ended up in Texas for a solid like five and a half years. And now I'm in California and Texas ruined me because it's like so hot there. I couldn't do snow afterwards. Um, and, and I remember like we had a couple games where we would play in the snow and it's like, nearly impossible but you're like okay let's like see how far we can get into this but i i can't deal with snow anymore and now on california in california i'm in in la so it's like socal perfect weather almost all the time um so i can't deal with too hot anymore i can't deal with too cold i'm just i'm ruined no i love the rambunctious weather it's crazy over here the other day Oh, we're getting kind of off topic, um, but I'll, I'll bring it back to off campus. The thunderstorms were so crazy that we all lost power. Like it, even WPI oh, campus wow. lost power and like all the street lights were out, all the lights were off. So Park Ave is like a mess and Highland Street is a mess. Those are like the two streets that run perpendicular to each other that's around campus. And so everyone's walking home from classes and group meetings and it's like pitch black, dark out. It was so scary. Couldn't yeah, see yeah. anything, but it was crazy. That's apocalyptic. Yeah, it was a little scary. Just yeah. worst weather. I I was trying to, I was like texting some of the girls. I was like, what games do you remember? And one of them was like, there, there was a day where we, I guess they like ran out of charter buses. So they gave us a party bus. So we took a party bus to one of our games and then we played MIT in Cambridge in the pouring rain. And I do remember like it was the, it was waterlogged this field, but. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, MIT's field. I have the, beef with it's that like, field. It's AstroTurf, right? It's very, very matted down field turf. Okay. It's yeah. like, it's very fast paced. It's yeah, a good turn. They do have a good field there. Um, awesome. Um, you guys have lots of experiences around the country, so I love that. Uh, maybe not even with the thing, but I can relate to the moving from Texas to California, Selena. And then I moved to the snow. So I had not lived in the snow. Yeah. Um, I so I went the, the opposite. <laughs> oh, I, I went Texas to California to Iowa. So it wasn't an experience. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so going back to academics, um, and hopefully I got this right. Selena, you are an aerospace engineering major and Maggie, you're biochemistry. I don't know how much of those and, and maybe just some more generic classes. I don't know how much overlap you two have and you obviously would know better, but, um, talk about your majors, maybe why you chose those and, um, and Selena, how that maybe is what you're doing now. And then Maggie, what you're hoping to do. Um, so Selena, you can start. Sure. Um, yeah, so aerospace engineering with biochemistry, we probably took a bunch of similar classes freshman and sophomore year, just like the basic yeah. engineering math courses. 
Um, I, yeah, just seeing like all my friends having different majors and going off, like by the time you're in like late sophomore, junior and senior year, you're in your branch. Um, but there, I'm sure there was overlap freshman year. I, I guess you came sophomore year, so maybe there wasn't, um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I, I really, part of the reason why I wanted to go to WPI because was because they specifically have an aerospace major rather than just a lot of engineering schools might have a mechanical engineering major with an aerospace concentration. And I've been obsessed with space exploration since I was little. I've wanted to be an astronaut since I was um, young. So I really wanted to find a school that had um, a, an actual aerospace major. Um, but I also wanted to kind of like have it all. I wanted to do sports. I wanted to do on-campus activities, extracurriculars. I wanted to be able to study abroad. Um, and so that's partly why WPI ended up sort of having all the things that I wanted. Um, and yeah, the, the aerospace um, program for me at WPI set me up um, on with a good fundamentals. I ended up going to MIT for grad school right after I got my master's there um, and then went to industry. So I worked at Boeing for a while on human space exploration and I'm at SpaceX doing something similar, um, hoping to help land humans on the moon um, in, in the next few years. Um, so all, all of that to say like, yeah, aerospace engineering, the major, it was challenging. Um, it definitely not for the faint of heart, um, but it primarily drew people who were really passionate about that topic. Um, and then I've, I've seen graduates from WPI at, at really cool places. And there are actually, I've seen, I've met a couple people at SpaceX, either interns or full-time hires who also went to WPI. So it's always fun to be like, oh, WPI. That's amazing. You are doing like crazy, amazing work. I'm definitely still in my undergrad, so haven't hit that point yet. But oh, you're not a full-time engineer yet? Yeah, no, not yet. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I'm afraid of the term engineer. Um, uh, that's why I'm saying from any major with engineering because physics is not my friend. Um, but physics then, wants to be your friend. I think it does because I was like, well, I'll go pre-med. Why not? And um, I have to take physics for pre-med. Did not know that was a requirement when I transferred here. But um, My academic experience might be a little bit different just because like the aerospace engineering, once you get into your junior, senior year, you're like always in Higgins lab mm -hmm. building. Were you always in that building? I don't yeah. know that my Most roommate is major and she's like always in there um but I live in like I live in Goddard building okay. which is the chemistry building I do everything there um right now I do research on top of classes which I just do like I do viral research so I study how virus proteins could possibly target cancer which is okay. kind of cool exciting cool. so what do you um, want to do with your biochemistry major when you do become a real I would really like to do autism research and neuro research so just kind of examining brain cells neurons um how they interact when they're disrupted or mutated mm -hmm. um which is my end goal but I figure I'll start broad with biochemistry that way I have ample branches I can explore but that's very cool research is how 
Yeah, that is really cool that you're doing research. I I didn't really, besides IQP and MQP, um, those were like the little yeah. projects that I got to do. I yeah. didn't end up dipping my toe into the research world until grad school. Have How has it been balancing all of that, plus the research, plus field hockey? Um, it's definitely crazy. I mean, the academics here are already weird because we are on the quarter system as yeah. opposed to the semester yeah. system. So, you know, we take those extra classes and we have more in-class time and on top of field hockey. So trying to integrate the lab, which I'll, I just volunteer in there, has been kind of tough. But somehow my professors make it work and the swipe card for the lab like closes at 8 p.m. But you can be in there after 8 p.m. So as long as I get in there before then, usually practice is done by six and I get at least two days in the lab. So that, that yeah. seems like a really cool experience and very like helps round out the actual practical part of. Yeah, it makes me feel like what I've been working for is actually paying off which is kind of nice, even if it's just like on campus, not that WPI doesn't have great research facilities, but mm-hmm. like, wow, I'm actually in the field kind of, which is cool. Yes. Lena, you brought up a good question there that I'll kind of ask you, how do you, you know, that you're in the professional world and working, how do you think the juggling of your field hockey time, your academics at a very um, high level academic school. How do you think that's helped you now that you're post grad? You're working at, out in the working world. Yeah, I. That's a really good question, and I, I. So I'll I'll start with a slightly different story. Um, I'm a hiring manager now, so I look at a lot of resumes and I interview a lot of people. And one of the things that sets people apart is like if they have a great resume and they were a student athlete. I'm like, okay, this person is a rock star because um, it it really is being able to balance like it's time management it's teamwork it's collaboration it is it's all those things plus like balancing a a course load at a challenging demanding university um i think it it really is a very good way to learn how to be a productive adult and and balance all the different things you want to do and part of it is just like for your your personal lives, like a lot of people at work turn work into almost everything. Um, and it's really hard, especially if you end up in a dynamic work and demanding work environment like SpaceX, um, where you're working on really cool things, there's always more to do. Um, it's It's been really helpful to be able to like turn that part of my brain off and switch to something else. So I I don't have a field hockey team, but I still do um, try to work out and I every now and then I'll sign up for a race to like motivate myself. And it's really good to just to have that other part of your life, regardless of the like help with time management and stuff. It's it's always good to have have multiple things that are important to you in life. It helps things not get boring and helps you not get burnt out. Um, so that's, I found that really valuable and I've carried with that, carried that with me yeah. for the past decade I, since I graduated. I love that you said that because that's like one of our big team culture pieces is like when we're on the field, like you put everything else aside, it's time for field talkie. And I think like I try and do that in everything I do in life. So if I'm studying for 
for a chemistry exam. It's like, that's what I'm focusing on right now. I need to be present in that moment. And then when I go out to eat or have dinner with friends, like I'm present there. And that's really helped me kind of, I don't want to say compartmentalize, but almost like just kind of organize my life and being yeah. like living my experiences rather than just kind of glossing through them. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a really healthy way to look at things. Yeah. Work-life balance is key for sure. Um, and I love that you brought that up. All right. Now let's talk about some fun stories. So we'll start out, but with maybe the funniest and or craziest, but appropriate story from your time on the team. Um, Maggie, you've got a few years in what's yours. Oh gosh. I wasn't prepared for this question. <laughs> um, I think one of the funniest memories, which is it's like an ongoing thing that would happen last year is our senior goalkeeper, Captain Nini. She would wake us up on the bus if we were sleeping by yelling, are you ready? At every single person on the bus and everyone would go, I'm ready, like really loudly. It was so silly. I don't know why. And it would be like 26 people all going, are you Get a little hyped so, up before the game. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have, Selena? What's your silliest oh, man. Um, we had we had a lot of fun in our locker rooms. Um, we so when I was there, it was the um World Cup where Shakira's Waka Waka was like the official theme song. So we were obsessed with that song and would play it before every game and like do the dance inside the locker room like all of us in a circle with our field hockey sticks um so that would get us hyped up um we I think there there are a couple I think Barbados was really fun like we um we it was both like it was part of preseason so we would I mean, I'm doing quotes with my fingers, but we would train um, and we played games with teams there. But we also like we rented a catamaran and we learned how to surf and we we did a bunch of really fun stuff. So those those memories definitely um, stay with me, which isn't fully related to like the life of a student athlete, but it was just part of like the, the team. And it was really fun um, in terms of their. Yeah, I over the past couple of days preparing for this, I've just been like trying to remember all the things. And I, there are some like one of the games that I remember, which this one is a little self centered, but we played MIT at home. Um, and it was the one game that my, I'm from DC. So my parents usually only came to one or two games um, a season because they would like drive up. Um, and so they were at this game and we went into overtime. And I scored the winning goal in OT, which was like, and I, I'm not, I was a forward, but I did not have many goals. I was like an assister. Um, but so this was one of my few goals in my college career and my parents were there and it was in OT and it was against the school that I ultimately ended up going to for grad school. So that was like a, a cool memory that every now and then when I like need to feel um, empowered and good about myself, I'm like, remember that time? I love that. And Katie, for context, MIT is in our conference and they're the other tech school in our conference. So we tend to butt heads a lot. Um, it's yeah. a very competitive nerd game. I can see that. <laughs> competitive nerd game. I love that. <laughs> and I think um, they're, they're always really good. And we, yeah. 
I, I can't remember, honestly, I, and I think this, I'll say this is a testament to like the, the culture that we had on the team, that it was more about the experience and the friendships and like the, the actual being with each other than any of the scores. Like, I can't remember any of our records. Like, I can't remember how many. So I remember we won that game. I can't remember any other games that we played against MIT. I remember them winning against us. So I don't remember if it was like even over the four years or if they beat us or we beat them. Um, and same for the rest. I know we made it to semifinals one year, but um, I don't even remember which year that was. So yeah, it either says something about the team culture that it was like fun and not a ton of pressure, um, or it says something about my memory, probably a little bit of both. <laughs> okay. We definitely are, um, we're a very competitive team, which I love about us. Like we're, we're all there for the same reason. Like we want to have fun and be able to play a sport in college while still being able to have an academically rigorous schedule. But we also are like, we want to compete and it, it brings us closer as a whole, like one united passion is so powerful. I think it's mm -hmm. so nice to have that while you're academically going through it and like trying to get through your classes. You always have that group who like understands what you're going through physically, mentally, athletically and academically like there's just nothing like it I do I think that was really unique about going to an engineering school where being a student athlete like everybody else is also taking really hard classes and is there like for academics first um and so you are like you're commiserating with other people you have a support system who like understands what yeah. what your priorities are and what you're going through um, and I, I have to assume it is slightly different um, at, at different schools that have a lot of different majors. Um, yeah, I would guess so. I mean, there's like, like you talk with MIT people and you talk with WPI people and it's like everyone has like very driven, focused academic goals and not that other schools don't. They're just, they're a little bit different and they can be less intense sometimes or they can be more intense, but yeah everyone at their school is an academically focused driven person which is cool awesome and my next one and you might have already answered it so I'll just check in with you but favorite memory so not necessarily funny or crazy but um Maggie do you have a different favorite memory versus the the waking people up on bus rides <laughs> um my favorite memory I think one of my favorite memories, which is not like, it's not necessarily a super happy yay like moment, but we we lost to Babson one nothing, but we played some of the best field hockey we had ever played, and like we fought, we outshot them, we possessed the ball the whole game, and it was just like it was a really empowering, uniting game as a team, like everyone was pushing so hard and we were so close and they scored just one little like cheap little itty bitty goal that barely made it and we were like ah oh. but it was just it was like an empowering kind of loss like after that we went on a win streak and we just fought so as a team it was like it was just so so empowering that's my favorite memory that's a really cool story yeah did you have anything additional, your, Selena? Sorry. Yeah, is yours the MIT goal or you got uh, probably a combination of things? Like, 
Yeah, I think, yeah, just I, I can remember times where the team would rally around either a loss or a win or like those halftime um, speeches when when we were um, freshman or sophomore, we had a senior who was really good at giving halftime pep talks. Um, so I remember some of those, the, again, the detail, like who we were playing or what the score was or what the outcome was. Can't remember, but but do remember some of those moments. Now we're going to get into just some kind of generic Division three questions. So first off, um, and Maggie, you can start this one out. What does it mean to you to be a D3 student athlete? Maybe that's obviously being at a high academic school. We've kind of already covered that where you get the opportunity to, to play a sport and, and be a WPI um, student. But maybe what has that opened up for you in terms of clubs or being involved in other things? And what's that experience meant to you? Hmm. I mean, yeah, I could definitely go with the generic, yeah, yeah, I get to play both field hockey and do school, which is obviously super special. Um, but I think at WPI, there's so many opportunities and having your teammates help support you has helped me find the right places. Like one of my teammates is a chemical engineering major and there aren't any other biochemistry majors on the team. So um, to try and kind of figure out what chemistry classes to take or what professors are good and what professors are great and um, kind of, you know, finding the right people to surround yourself with academically has helped just on a team level. Um, I would say being a student athlete has opened me up to a lot of like, I want to say student athlete groups, like I'm a member of the student advisory committee um student athlete advisory committee which is super cool um I'm also very outgoing so I end up in lots of random clubs sometimes and I'm like oh no like I don't actually have time for this um like I'm on the there's the student advisory board just for all students um in academics and I'm a transfer representative which is kind of cool um and there's like four transfer student athletes which is a very small crew because we do have like two, 300 student athletes on campus. And um, so to only have four of us, it's very, uh, it's, it's team building. I actually live with one of the transfer student athletes because we've had that same experience. Um, and we can also say that we're both super happy to be in WPI athletics rather than other athletics. Um, so I would say that's, where I've like opened up academically that I really like. <laughs> My experience has been similar. I, I think um, the way you've just described your experience there, I think is is really similar to, to how I approached WPI. And I think how a lot of my teammates approached WPI where um, for, for me specifically, I'm like jack of all trades, master of none. Like I'm not really good at one thing, um, but I wanna try everything. And I think being a D3 athlete and going to a school like WPI, you have so many different experiences that you can just like go try out and, and see if you like it. Um, so I, I was similar to you where I would like sign up for everything on campus. By like my sophomore, junior year, I had whittled it down to a few that, that were really important to me. Um, but, but yeah, I think I, I mentioned this earlier, but like I played field hockey my freshman year. I also played softball. I, I dabbled in intramurals the, the rest of the years on off seasons. Um, we, 
I, I studied abroad um, for IPP my junior year. A lot of student athletes don't necessarily get that opportunity and especially engineering students don't always get that opportunity. Um, so, so that was part of what drew me to WPI and like um, the, the athletic and academic program there. Um, I was part of SWE, I was part of Phi Sigma Sigma sorority. Um, I did big brother, big sister, like just sort of everything. And I, I had time for everything. Um, and I, I don't remember being particularly like anxious or stressed out in college. I, I know like things were challenging and hard and I like stressed out about classes occasionally, but it was, it was never that I was doing too many things like that. That was the beauty of WPI. Um, and and just being able to balance all of those things and really get a lot of, out of each of those things um and i'm i'm sure there are d1 athletes who have similar experiences and d3 athletes at other schools who have similar experiences um but but i i really appreciated the the opportunities that i had at wpi to sort of do everything yeah where did you end up going for iqp i went to denmark that is so cool. Oh my gosh. I love that. Are you, you're a junior now. Are you going yeah. abroad? I did mine online just because okay. the, the whole like credits, I have to make sure I get all the lectures in, but I'm trying to do my MQP in Switzerland. There's a, yeah, it's second That's semester. New. Yeah. It's second semester biochem majors can go to Switzerland, do some DNA protein research. So that sounds amazing. We'll that's see. The, uh, the professor who runs it is watching and <laughs> be like, yeah. oh yeah. So the for Katie, for you who may not know this, IQP is what does it stand for? Independent qualifying project. Yeah, interqualifying Inter project. Thank you. Um, junior year and senior WPI is very project based. So junior year, there's a big um like the junior capstone project, and you have the opportunity to take um a term usually a term and go do this project um, over the course of a term abroad or in Boston or on campus or online um, mm -hmm. in Maggie's case. Um, but a lot of student athletes, especially fall student athletes will take the C or D term in the spring and go abroad. So Denmark, um, I went with another field hockey player. Um, oh, awesome. um, One of my teammates went to Copenhagen. Is that yeah, where? Yeah, that's, that's okay. Yeah. yeah, she played but field hockey really too. That it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I think almost it's like got to be like eighty percent of people go abroad. It's like a very big abroad program. They sponsor you a lot of the times. Like they'll give you little scholarships, um, which is super cool. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm gonna go abroad for my MQP, which is the major qualifying project. Um, and that's like your senior year capstone project typical STEM person would do. Um, that, it, that is so cool. You should definitely do that. Yeah. That's very cool. Thank you for telling me what those mean because I was just going to go, uh-huh, yeah, sure, and then Google it later. So no, I don't have to. You saved me some time. Um, last question I have for you too. Like I mentioned before we started recording this podcast as part of our 50th anniversary celebration where we're trying to just see you know, celebrate the past and the present and look ahead to the future. So we're 50 years down, many more to come. Um, so what do you all see or hope for the future of Division Three? And um, Selena, you can kick this one off. 
Oh, this is a heavy one. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I mean, you can probably tell from our conversation today, like Maggie and I have both had great times on the field hockey team and at WPI and, and balancing all of those things. And I think I see so much value in in my college experience and the way I was able to balance being a division three athlete with a very rigorous academic course load in aerospace engineering and studying abroad and being parts of extracurriculars and volunteering and like all of those things. And I I really hope that the NCAA and and New Mac and and D3 schools in general can continue allowing that sort of balance for for student athletes while still giving some really good um, athletic endeavors to the students like competitive games really fun conferences cool tournaments um trips to barbados don't hurt um but yeah i think i think just being able to be a student athlete and have that experience and and those sort of life lessons that you take with you into adulthood after graduating um and and also able to to do a bunch of other things Yeah, I would say the same exact thing just on like the way the NCAA can promote student athletes while being academics is amazing. I mean, there's something like it's like 7% of high school athletes end up playing a division one, two or three sport in college, which is such a small margin of people. And I hope that as time goes on, the NCAA can continue to grow and encourage more people to stay you know, athletically driven while being academically driven, because it's, it's a powerful tool. I mean, you said when you interview or read resumes, you're like, oh, student athlete, they know how to time manage, they know how to work, they also know how to have a good time. Like, I think that's super valuable. And I'm excited to see where that takes us in the next few 50 years, right? Next 50 years. Yeah. Amazing. That's a great way to end this podcast. Thank you both for hopping on here today. I know it's a, a bit earlier for you over there on the West Coast, Selena, but I appreciate you getting on here. Um, and I had a great conversation. I'm glad you two got to talk a lot. I think that was probably a fun conversation for you both. So thank you so much for joining us this week. Yeah. Thank you, Katie. Thanks, Maggie. It was really nice to virtually meet you. To everyone listening, thanks for tuning into this episode of Small Talk. We post new episodes every Thursday. To follow along with everything Division Three, you can find us on social media at NCAAD3 or NCAADIII. Make sure to join the conversation with us all year long by using the hashtag DIII50. Have a great day and we'll see you for some more small talk next week.